This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, Elsie. Hi, Jess. How are you? I'm just so delicious. <laughs> you are? <laughs> I am. Yo! Oh. Wow. Wow. How's it going? Oh, I uh, life could could be better right now, actually. Yeah. What's the problem? First of all, I'm you're just, eating you're eating I'm lunch eating. during the show. I'm actually not and eating. I need to know lunch. why. Well, I'm not even eating Is lunch. It breakfast? I am eating no. I'm eating a treat. I am eating Italian ice. Oh, that's my fave. Lindy's why? homemade Italian ice. I've heard of Lindy's. Um, I have to tell you it's because I got so angry just a few right before we got on here because Children or parents? Well, all together. Um, oh, as right. you know, Randy had to go Again? into town. He had to run. I know. Well, he had to go run and do errands this morning, right? So as he's leaving, he's like, oh, he sends me a text. Mind you, we're in the house together. But he sends mm -hmm. me a text. And I read it and it says, can you whip up a quick invitation for Hunter's birthday party? And I'm like. <laughs> Why don't you ask me, dude? Okay. Well, no. But here's the thing. I was like, okay, well, that's a reasonable request. Right? Mm -hmm. He's like, so yeah. he's going to go into town and he wanted to print them out. And they're actually going to just be a few people. So I'm like, oh, that's reasonable. I can do that. So I text mm -hmm. him back and I said, when are you leaving? And he goes, five minutes. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm in the middle of making breakfast for the girl. Like, I can't just, I mean, I can, I, I'm not that, I mean, I'm fast, but I'm not that fast. And so I'm sitting here going, Okay. And he's like, you can just email it to me. So I know that he has to go into town. He's got to come back. So I'm like, I'll just go into pages and grab something from there and just write it up. And I did. And it wasn't too bad. And I had 30 minutes before we had to record. And I'm sitting there trying to upload a four megabyte file. Four. Four megabytes. And it would not upload to any email that I had. Hmm. And I'm sitting there going, what is the problem? So I was using my hotspot. I was using my MiFi. I was switching back and forth. And 30 minutes later, I ended up just emailing or sending messaging it to you and having you email it to Randy hmm. because it, it went into Messenger. So anyway, that made me really upset. And I was so mad. And then I had both. And then one girl was actually maybe I was doing fine today. But Hunter's like, oh, my God, it's like the world is over. She's just depressed looking and sad and just disappointed and just uh, like sloppy and and I was just like get away from me you're welcome to be upset all day just don't come near me do you think it's possible that people don't homeschool because it's not oh natural to be with the same four people every day <laughs> possibly I'm gonna chew my Italian ice which is cooling my inner body why don't you now? just Keep think on that while you chew your Italian ice for a minute just maybe people aren't meant to be together like maybe the whole maybe. idea of two people going to work, raising children who both go to different places all day, like 
Maybe that is the American dream for a reason. Maybe. So that we all have like a separate day where we don't see each other. Because otherwise, what do you talk about at dinner? You already know everything because <clears throat> you were there. That is true because we were there. Yeah. Well, I'm digging the experience of going into town for the this like homeschooling type co-op thingy majigger that we're doing. Yeah. All right. And so I that's really cool. dig. I, I like that. I, I dig that all the fam. Like it's really cool. It's a really neat experience because... All the fan, everybody's fan. It's everybody's like you. Like I don't like you. We're so uncommon, or most people feel that. Or anyway, there's not very many people that are like us. So that there's lots of people. You know, like everybody's kids goes to school. Blah blah blah. This is what they do. And so there's that. But then when we go there, we are like them. Like everybody is doing what we're doing. So all the parents are there. Moms, dads moms and dads are also working on the computers there their kids are there everybody's having lunch together everybody plays together everybody's like it's just a whole other different setup and and it actually feels really great it's the home stuff that really gets to me yes because because, you're home because we're home yeah and and they need to be entertained and there's times when i have to work like this or if there's like an extra thing like right now i'm like i have 30 minutes to just upload this thing not even 30 minutes. It was going to take, a f- it's like literally seconds. It took seconds for me to send it to you. I just don't understand why it was not going in my email. And he needs to have it in his email because he's taking his email, his iPhone. Like, you know what I mean? He was going to email yeah, yeah, the file yeah. to yeah. whatever, wherever he's going to go print it. Right. So I was just like, holy crap. This is, and that was just like pissing me off. And then no what I thought about was this. Mercury is out of retrograde. <laughs> yeah, but that's because yeah, but you're not having te- you're only having minor technical issues. You're having more so just annoying. interpersonal stuff, and that could be something astrological. I have to look. Maybe who knows? All I'm saying is that I got all pissy, and all of my insides were caught. So I'm like, give me something that's cold. <laughs> right yeah, now. yeah. I'm gonna eat some Italian ice. Yeah, for God's sake. Well. So this yeah. is actually a good segue to one of the articles that we have on the docket to talk about today. So I'm going to start with the philosophical and then go into the news, if that's okay. Okay. Um, okay. Philosophical so the, first. Okay. So the philosophical is an article that Elsie actually wanted us to talk about like a month ago, and we just never got to it. Um, but it's an article about why we repeat ourselves. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean we women... It means we, the human race, like why are we repeating ourselves? So basically, I'm going to try and sum it up, but there's this bo- a new book out called Sh- by Cheryl Turkle called Reclaiming the Conversation, the Power of Talk in the Digital Age. They've observed people online don't converse, they just comment, which makes a big difference. Our addiction to our devices is now uncontested. Social networks are engineered to be sticky. The culture and the various communities that form in like our groups and stuff encourages a new and improved and edited version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And they are claiming that face-to-face conversation is important. We can learn to improve our conversations and advance our knowledge. But because conversation is one of the ways we kick the tires around on what we know, it helps us think out loud and learn more about our own ideas. Okay, it's a physical skill that we can practice to experience autonomy and agency as we discover and appreciate reality. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I need the commented version of this article already. So, like... I know. (laughs) (laughs) 
So like this is something that I think about on a pretty regular basis, believe it or not. Because I have two, I have a pro that's happening in my household and a con that's happening in my household as a result of the digital media age. Um, so I'll start with the pro. Okay. Um, because I'm aware of this, my toddler, you know, I have to make a concerted effort not to be doing this around my toddler. That it's very easy if he's watching like a movie and playing to look at my phone and be on my phone because I can have these little mini conversations and, and actually I can get a lot done while he's playing on his own. However, there have been times when I was just finishing a sentence and he'll actually have to like put his head in between me and the phone and go, mom, mom, because I'm not looking oh, at yeah, him because yeah. I'm answering him, but I'm totally. not looking at him. Mom. Yeah. But he sticks yeah. his like <laughs> big giant eyes like in my face. Mom. And I go, okay, baby. Okay. Um, and so I'm more conscious of how I speak to him as a result because I don't want to be the mom that's like always staring at something else and not him. I want to be present and teach him face-to-face -face conversation. And he does learn like yesterday, just having like a small conversation with him and reading him a book. We, I taught him to say sunshine because I said, well, actually I said, good morning, sunshine. And he said, hi, sunshine. <laughs> it was just funny oh my and then God. like at, at night we were reading the hungry caterpillar and there's a sun and a moon in the book hi sun hi moon hi sun hi moon so he's learning more by by me talking to him in his face about sunshine and the grass and the sky and what makes a beautiful day and stuff the downside to this though is i'm having some communication difficulty with my husband and I drew his attention to it the other night, and then last night it was no different. So I don't know if it's me or not. So maybe you could tell me. My husband and I have always had like stuff in common, like things to talk about. And even if we don't, I'm usually interested in learning things from him and like what he has to say. But lately, I feel like the only thing he has to tell me is like ridiculous, redundant, unimportant nonsense. And he may be craving. I mean, obviously, he's craving connection from me, but he's not going about it the right way. And so the other night I was like, first of all, you call me every day on your way home from work. That's the exact moment that I have now stopped working and I'm trying to pay attention to our child. I can't listen to everything that's happened to you during the day and reconnect with him. It's not fair that I need to talk to you on the entire 45 minute drive home from work. When I'm trying to, you know, pay attention to him because I haven't paid attention to him all day and we're in the same house. I totally get it. I'm not going to call you on the way home from work anymore. I'm like, great. I said, why don't we reserve our dinner conversation for you getting these things, you know, out of your head? Because, I mean, I understand these things are important to him. Like he's talking to me about like who he has to fire, who he has to hire, who pissed him off, who's, you know, like not doing their job, what things are being said to him about how he's doing his job. Like these are things I understand we need to talk about. So that's great. Fine. But then mixed in there will be, I have to pick up my script and I'm not sure if they did it yet or not. And the pharmacist is really nice. Like, like just mundane bullshit, just total nonsense. That's not important at all. And so two nights ago, I was like, also, it'd be really helpful if you could maybe filter the stuff that, you know, I don't give a rotten fresh shit about because that would be awesome. And I said it almost just like that. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't trying to be sweet because I really wanted him to get the point. I was like, you know, mentally, I have two podcasts. I have an agency. I have a community. I have events that I'm planning. I have a kid that's just starting daycare. I have a sister-in-law who's going to have court 
custody of her kid. Like, I have a lot going on in my head, and I don't want your extra details. And I said, and I think you and I are pretty, you know, you've been with me 15 years. I think you know what I give a shit about. Here's what I give a shit about, in case you don't. Okay, I said, the things that make you upset and angry or happy and excited leave it in if you even if i don't if it's about knives watches you know i don't give a shit about that stuff if you're excited tell me all about it it's great tell me about how it's made tell me about the guy in a clock whatever i don't care but if it's just rambling off like mundane details keep it to yourself don't tell me i can't i don't want to and i can't listen to it anymore i don't want to listen to it anymore you said that makes sense totally uh, i mean he was a little pouty but he was like because at first he was like fine i'm just a big chatter mouth and i'm like no but you are for some reason chattier than you were like five years ago and i don't know why and i don't want to hear these details he's like fine it's totally fine he agrees we agree everything goes into normal then he calls me on the way home from work last night <laughs> and he's and we were discussing dinner this is actually an ex- was started out to be an exception because we had like a um his school had like an open house night and so we were trying to figure out who was going to go and stay home with the kid or whatever but then he launched into everything about his day and i was like scott i really he's at this point isaac is sitting on my face like he's sitting on my shoulder like a parrot trying to get my attention <laughs> mom 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 and then he's like trying to grab the phone and dad 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 and then I, and scott would interrupt his own self to be like hi isaac and go right back to it and I'm like, Scott, I know you can hear he's trying to get my attention. Like, can we just please talk about this later? Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's fine. And then, you know, he comes home and actually we had already eaten dinner because it was late because of the thing. Comes upstairs, gets in bed. We put Isaac to sleep. Everything's fine. Then he, we're starting to watch a show. And I just, at this point, he's been talking since he walked in the door, which is fine. But now I want quiet and we're like talking about what we're going to watch on TV. And I'm excited about whatever it is. I don't even, it doesn't even matter what it is because quiet is the thing that I want. And he goes, I guess you don't have any candy in your drawer, right? And I'm like, who am I? Of course I have candy in my drawers. <laughs> so I, I hand over the giant eight pound bag of candy that I have in my drawer. And then I push play thinking that, you know, we're going to start the show now. And then I hear this. Do I want Lifesavers or do I want Starburst? And does this have a cherry one in it? And where's the grape? Do you think there's any grape? And what are these kinds of Skittles? These are different colors than these kinds. And I went, Scott, I don't need to hear your candy choice. Stop talking. And he goes, excuse me. All angry. But I'm angry because I literally just had this conversation with him 24 hours prior. And now I'm mad that he's telling before I would just be like rolling my eyes and praying for death. Now I'm mad because I've already told him I don't want it anymore and he's still doing it. So now I'm mad because I feel like he didn't listen. And so he's mad now that I've shut him up because no one likes to be shushed. But what am I supposed to do? And then I'm back to the story now, this article about how we're only commenting and not engaging and interacting with one another. But like a lot of times on the way home or even when he gets home, like, let's just say we finished dinner. This is just a random night and we're and he's full or whatever. And he goes, yeah, I'm full. You know, I went to Whole Foods today and I wanted an egg and cheese sandwich, but they only had egg and bacon. Like, I don't want to know any of this. And is it because I'm now in a digital time when we're only posting our most important shit? Or does every, you know, or I mean, should every husband and wife retain the right to tell every detail, no matter how mundane to their spouse? Or does said spouse have the right to not 
have to, you know, take in that information along with every other thing that they're taking in as a result of social media, probably. Right. I mean, like, does dinner conversation well, I, have to be about what he had for breakfast or, or, can, or is it am I being rude? I mean, obviously, I was rude by saying, don't tell me the mundane shit. But even if I was nice, like, am I off the mark here or what? Because I no, feel like the I more think- he hits me. Sorry, now I'm doing it to you. The more he hits me with this information, <laughs> the less I want to talk to him. And our connections getting further and further and further and further apart. That's the problem. Um. Here's the way that uh, Randy kind of broke that down for me in a way that made me kind of understand it. My Wait, first, you, you are under- you the one? Are you the infiltrator? Is that why? I'm a, I'm the inf- infiltrator. Yeah, I can't believe it. But okay, well because because I I don't know because well, he leaves like the house too. and you want connection because for he leaves the house and then and then um and he has conversations with other people yeah. and I don't. I mean, you are my conversation, basically. Yeah. Or I'm proud like to be. once in a while. I, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when I podcast and when I have the occasional phone call with people about work, yeah, clients. I am not, and, and, and then this is a, possibly a fault. I am not a, a phone person. I, I don't particularly like to talk on the phone. Um, I, I, I don't particularly feel that the need to reach out to people to let them know how I'm feeling or to talk about the mundane things. Like I'm not, I'm not one of those people. I'm, I'm not a chit chatter. Well, he used you know? to call his father like, on the way home from work every day and talk about his day and talk about the stuff he was thinking about. And his dad would listen and be proud of him, whatever. And I think he's just missing that. Yeah. And, and see, Randy is really good at talking to everyone. Yeah, that's true. Like he's, you know, even when he's over at the, at the homeschool thing, like he's made friends with a bunch of moms and dads already. Yeah. He knows everybody's last names. He's already shared our life story with people and what we want to do and what we, and I'm, and you know, me, this is me. Me is in a corner with my computer and my headphones with my back to everybody. I will come and take care of my girls, feed my girls. And if some, cause there's like these big round tables and yeah. obviously like, you know, everybody can sit there, whoever, if there's space. Right. And I hate it if anybody sits in there that is not like my girls or Randy, because then that means there's a person there and that just the person being there is, is enough of a, of a, it's, it, it's crawling into my space. I'm like, I don't want to look at you. I don't want to make eye contact. I don't want to smile. I want to work. I'm here to work. I have to work. And, and, but what happens is because I'm like that, then when Randy, Randy is like my special person. So he is my friend and my buddy and everything else. And so I'm like, oh my God, guess what? I did this. And you know what Jessica did? And oh my God. And I did this and oh, I couldn't get that thing uploaded. And, and he's just like, ah. So then what did he say to get you to create the filter? He basically said, get friends. I've said said get get friends. friends. Well, he, that's what he said. He said, get friends. Find somebody else to talk to. I don't have to be everything for you. This is the um, problem. I mean, you know? listen, I mean, like, I actually have said because yeah. he, he talks to me about watches and knives and I literally want to gouge my ears. I'm like, call my father. I don't like watches and knives. I never will. I never have. Now he's into flashlights, too, as you know, because we gave one to Randy. And he's like shining it in my face and showing me the strobe. And I'm like, I'm going to have a seizure. Stop telling me about this. I want to care, but I don't. So badly. 
I, I don't know what to do except put my father on speed and just be like, here, Scott. I'm just going to dial him while he's talking and be like, here. Tell my father. My father's into all that stuff. In fact, that's why, I, a part of why I was, a, I mean, it's kind of like sick to say you're trying, but like part of it, the reason I was, it felt like holy to me. <laughs> I can understand a man that likes watches right. and knives. Like, you know what I'm, it's not because I'm attracted to right. my father. It just feels like familiar enough where I could feel like he was family sooner than probably I should have. But so, um, right. That doesn't mean I want to, yeah, I don't want to know about, my father never told me about any of that stuff. I don't give a fuck about any of that stuff. I'm never going to give a fuck about any of that stuff. Don't tell me. But you can say to someone, start working out or go get friends, like, or, you know, style your hair this way, or I don't like those orange shoes. But that doesn't mean they're going to listen or care ever. They don't, I mean, if they don't care about your opinion or they just, I don't know. Some people are like ostriches. They just put their head in the sand and pretend like it didn't happen. I feel like, I don't know. But the question is, still remains, is that a function of this change in our society? Right. And I, yeah, exactly. And I, that's, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I don't know if it's also serving people or being of a disservice to people kind of like me who are, I wasn't, I wasn't socialized properly, <laughs> you know? And so it's like, it's one of those things where I don't know if I would have developed some skill or, or maybe had um as part of me that wasn't LC, quite you have to, perfectly to acceptable social later. skills at age 42 well, three three <laughs> 44 44 i'm in denial but what i'm saying well the, the thing is i'm yes of course at age yeah, yeah, 44 yeah. but what i'm saying is that i never you know that there's there's the, I needed to learn more, but I don't think that that you can I learn that I see you school. at things when you're meeting people for the first... I mean, it's true that they're already familiar with us. That's the thing. It's, we, you're actually shielded from the pain of making friends because people who come up to us that we are either obligated or excited to be social with already know us on some level. So there's like a, an element of ease that isn't there when you're at Target or whatever. So I hear what you're saying. Right. Um, what I'm saying to this is that maybe it's a disservice to some of us who who lack in that skill set, but at the same time, and, and so so given the society that we have, I get whatever hits I need from, from social people media. by the occasional by the occasional engagement in social well, so, media. But this- I get a hit. I'm like, oh, okay, like I'm, you know. Anyway, this so, yeah. okay. So this article That's that was it. talking I about, I don't know why it's called we sh- why we repeat ourselves because literally has nothing to do about repeating. I know, it's really interesting. Well, it's really interesting. I, I was but, just thinking that. Okay, if if but. online people don't converse, comment. Let's think about this for a second. Let's just say you see someone post like a two paragraph thing on either a personal or a political issue that they're having trouble with. My first instinct is usually to stop what I'm doing and help. Like, especially in business and babies, like somebody posted about co-sleeping a week or so ago. And I, of course, am having terrible struggles with this as well. Although I'm not really struggling. Just everyone else Mm -hmm. seems to be. And so um, I wanted to comment, but I was like at the gas station or something. And I didn't have a chance. And then later it felt like it was too late. And so you actually halt yourself from having an intimate conversation because and you have that luxury because yes because you are on the go and it's not right in front of your face like if she and i were on a run we would have finished that conversation and probably solved each other's problems however we can't do that because she's in oregon and i'm here and we're busy and doing other things so 
we are lacking in intimate one-on-one like even you and i like have intimate one-on-one conversation like but like so like yesterday is a perfect example where like if i tell you something like not terrible but even just like kind of unpleasant about emily and i know you don't know what to say or how to help so you're just like you know you say something very sweet and um what's the word empathetic and then we kind of change the subject like that is something else that wouldn't happen in person if you and i were having lunch and you told me right if we were if we were in person together you know, and I told you, you know, I get to see your facial expression. Maybe I'd have an emotion, which is a miracle. You know, like something would happen and, and we would like to hash right. it out. But as a result, those things may never get finished. We just move on to the next. You and I have like a have had like a three year running conversation, which never involves small talk. Almost the most small talk you and I ever engage in is when we start this show and it's fake. We've already been talking 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't do it when we get on the phone to start what's up elsie so you know like we just go right into it there's never any small talk and so not only are you we losing that skill just together you and i but on some level we lose right. the skill of being able to engage with each other on a deeper level because we're always it's always a running commentary that gets interrupted by baths and food and driving like it never, it will never, and I don't mind it, but it's just an interesting observation that like, I don't know. We're, I don't know if we do ourselves a disservice. When was the last time like people like 20 years ago would be like, I'm going to call my sister and they'd like, they'd do it on an afternoon where they had nothing else to do. They would talk for two hours and catch up on their entire lives. What's happened to you in the last month? What's happened to you in the last month? I'm unhappy in my marriage. My children are psychos. Just whatever. No one does that anymore. If someone calls me just to catch up or chit chat, I want to kill them. It's terrible. What do you do? I mean, I know. We'll see. We'll see. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not quite sure. But but here here's another part of the conversation that we didn't really kind of talk mm. about here. But so uh, and this this last part is just talking about this is part of the thing. It's quote quote because of the way social media works, we end up seeing a lot of the same things. Because of the way we're wired, mm -hmm. biases and all, we end up connecting to people who think like us and bringing our untested assumptions assumptions with us. In this sense, the medium affects us in more than one way. We can learn to think better, solve problems, and create new opportunities at work through the design of strategic mm. conversations. Conversations are tools we can use to negotiate meaning where we can listen, learn, and be heard. So, what he's, so now he's saying birds so, of a feather don't talk to anybody else. <laughs> and that's probably true. Yeah. That's probably basically, true. Basically, that's it. And so when you go inside of the social of, so, of social media, you know, we do tend to gravitate to people who are already biased like us. They we have that one thing that we do believe in whereas when we go into work, we didn't really get a chance. I mean, we, we, we sometimes, you know, friend the people from work and all that stuff in social media. But a lot of the time we don't choose those people. We don't know, choose the person that's sitting next to you. If, you know, if you do go to a nine to five kind of thing, we don't choose that stuff. So sometimes you're going to have a conversation and somebody else is going to be saying stuff and you're going to be like, what Yeah, yeah. are you talking about? You know, I cannot believe you believe that. But what I'm saying is that maybe that can, I mean, t in some ways it's like it might help somebody you know cha not change your mind but give you a perspective possibly that you didn't know before yeah. 
So we get more deeper I think, connection. So somebody posted an hour ago, only four people I'm friends with on Facebook are fans of Trump's Facebook page and two of them are dead. Well, so he was on The Apprentice a long time ago. So I mean, you, people could have friended him. He's been around for years. But like, um, and then some people commented or, you know, I've seen other people say anyone who likes Trump or this or that, thank you for liking this post so that I could unfriend you, which perpetuates what you're talking about. Like you unfriend everyone who doesn't believe what you believe. And then you're left with, you know, cl- clones of yourself. So anyway, so I got curious as to who liked his Facebook page that I knew because I know two of, you know, I mean. How do you even know that? Like, but you go they, to the page. Right. So you have to go to like the Donald J. Trump. Oh, so, oh, I Facebook see. page. Okay. And then All you right. can see on the right on the right here. It says, however many people like this, you click on that. And the first people that come up that like it are your friends. One hundred and twenty four people. Um, some are ex coworkers. Some are people I went to middle school with. Some are bloggers that I know. Some are, you know, like family, like people. Like I have a a weird streak in my family that are Jews for Jesus. My dad calls them Jews for cheeses, and um, you know, Gouda Swiss, and um, they all like Donald Trump. <laughs> They're on my mom's side of the family. You know what's really weird though? Because I was just thinking, like, what if, you know. I, I didn't do this, but I'm just saying, what if I was like a big Apprentice fan, you know, back when it came up, like, you know, whenever that was, maybe right when Facebook pages started to be, and I and I liked The Apprentice, or I liked Trump because of what he was doing in The Apprentice or whatever back then, and then I haven't gone back in years. Right. And I'm sure and there's still, some level of that. Yeah. And then there's like, there's still the liking, but I don't go. It's just like... There's pages I liked I don't even know why I liked anymore, especially when I first got into Facebook. I would hate to be judged on pages that I like if I didn't even know I was I liked them anymore. Oh, yeah. Who even knows what I like? Yeah. <laughs> because I don't go. The thing is, I don't go back and, and go, oh, I'm over yeah. that now. I'm going to unlike that. Like, we don't ever do that. Yeah. We just like it and it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nope, you're totally right. Anyway, so, so it's just, I don't know. It's been bothering me this whole, I mean, the the topic of what's happening to our communication skills bothers me. Yeah. Um, and every time it comes up, it makes me sad because I think of all the, like, I think of Scott who, like, can't go to his son's um, open house without taking a picture of every corner of the room just so he can look at it later. I don't know why he took, why? Like he came home and he was like, and there's the nap area. And I'm like, I go there twice a day. <laughs> and this is his, art. I mean, I didn't see some of the art, but for the most part, I'm just like, yeah, I know where he eats. Yeah, I know. I know. It's just another way of like experiencing. Why? 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 I mean, why, why do people, why do people go to weddings and spend the entire time looking through your phone at it? You're there to experience the moment of love and you can't because what your filter's not on properly. So dumb. It's just dumb. No, I get that. You know what? There's a book I'm going to mention that I have not read at all, but my friend, our friend, Kate Stillman, Mm. suggested that I read this book. I don't remember why it came out, but it is um, by John C. Maxwell, and it's called Everyone Communicates, Few Connect. It makes me want to move out where you are and like you complain that you can't upload stuff, but maybe it's a blessing. I mean, I know it's annoying because you can't get your work done, but I I welcome the opportunity to not be able to connect on the Internet so I could like read one of the 800 books I've bought and and never opened or. I have to say that it's been really I've liked it a lot because it's made me be a lot more focused. The 
because you don't have the time to get lost. Yes. Because I don't have I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. So when I have to get online and I have to do work, I really just go in there and do my job and leave. Mm-hmm. I don't do any diddly dallying almost at all in there. But um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, getting back to this book, if you don't mind, I'm going to oh, read sorry. a little bit about the description here in the, okay, the yeah, publisher yeah, yeah, summary yeah. for people who are interested. It's actually just a well. It must be a short book because on Audible, it's two hours and 54 minutes, which is obviously three less than three hours. It says, the world's most perfect leadership expert gives five principles and five practices for breaking the invisible barrier to leadership and personal success. You have a good idea, but you can't convince your peers of its merit. You crafted a groundbreaking strategy, but the team trudges on in the same old way. Certain people move forward in their career while you seem to be stuck. If this describes you or someone you know, the problem is not the quality of what you offer. The problem is how you connect with people to create the results you desire so um, i'm very conscious of that as well actually yeah so it seems like um that's really neat because you're right there's a lot of us who are talking 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 but do are we really connecting and i think that that's what happens in social media a lot of the time and um i there are times when i don't know you know what i honestly i think the last time that i went on onto social media truly truly looking for help I believe I had my um, my baby. It was oh, it was a double ear infection. I had double ear infection with Hunter and with May at the same time. I remember. And I remember I needed help and some solutions for easing the pain or what happens because what happened with Hunter is that it got so inflamed her ear that she stopped hearing very well from that ear and it freaked me out. And then I was in the process of like, what happens if the thing explodes, you know, cause you it actually could was pop. Was this the and time you like thought that. they had meningitis? No, dude, that was, that was not, no, I didn't go into social media for that. I did ask about the, I asked, I went into, I've asked for help from social media with the ear infection. And I also asked for help on social media when my girls were having diaper rashes, which was driving me bananas. I was like, how can I make this go away? So um, I did get a lot of responses from that, like a ton of help that I, I deliberately went out and I asked for. Um, but I, it's tough because there's a lot of people who really do give you their opinions and you're not asking for them. <laughs> yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I don't really post very much yeah. because sometimes I kind of just don't, I don't, I'm not looking for you to tell me anything. Yeah. I'm just looking, I'm not, I'm just posting. Yeah. Well, that's certainly, I mean, I think a lot of people do that too. And then it's like no conversation. Yeah, then it's just, it's comment. Declaration. It's com- and so Instead. I think it's a declaration, exactly. And I feel that that's what's happening. That's what you're, what we're talking about that. And I think that now that it makes sense with this why we repeat ourselves is because we tend to do that over and over again. Oh, it's like we comment and then we comment and then we comment. I wonder if Scott could post this mundane stuff on Facebook that he wouldn't have to tell me about like his sandwiches that would be great he might he might get a hit i mean because that's why people do it isn't that in some kind of like adrenaline hit and it's something i don't it's something know that it makes I you feel know. like a <clears throat> it's driving me nuts um anyway before we get into the next topic du jour i want to tell you guys about mm-hmm. team podcast so if you are having trouble getting your own messages out because you are bogged down in all the stuff that goes along with podcasting. Um, Christy Hausler of Team Podcast can help you take care of it. They do editing and they do show notes and they do social media and they do posting of the 
post and they upload to Libsyn and they do tagging. They do all the things. Um, and so they do all the things. And also, if you're just launching and you just need help with launching, and yes, that's they do it, that. I forgot. They could totally you're do that so right. as well. Yes. So check out teampodcast.com. Um, and thank you to Christy for your never ending support of our show. Thank you. Okay, now I can't decide if I should do like news or if we should talk about another philosophical thing. The news you can use for the informed podcaster. Podcasting news. Yeah, so Elsie found an article called The Rise of the Female Voice in Podcasting, Mm. but actually it refers... So this article I wasn't a big fan of like Elsie who posted it and then said, I don't know if I like this article. And then it references <laughs> another article that I'm annoyed by, but I cannot put my finger on why I'm annoyed by it. It's almost as if, I, you know what? I think I just did. Why? Which, wait, 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 which article are you talking about? Because if there's an article in here that it references. Um, I'll post right? it in there. But which one are you okay. talking about? So the article is the rise of the female voice in podcasting. And basically, okay. Yes. Okay. The sum up of the article is that there's been an increase in female podcasters, a global increase of 63%, 200% in the last year alone. What's the sudden change? The first point is that they're better marketers. And this is the article that it references um, that I'm not a big fan of. So let me put it in Trello so that you can see it as well in the same card. Well, I think it- and then um, the second reason is because of brand pos- – oh, no – Less egocentric, they're less likely to talk about themselves in public than men. Not me. Brand positioning. Um, women's brains are considered to be more perceptual than men. So they are less, I guess, rules-based and therefore um, focused on analysis. We're better oriented to the complex task of brand positioning. Oh, for Christ's sake. Um a brain, a brain that works better for brands, according to marketing. This whole article is a restate whole, of the yeah. other article. That's what. Okay. Yeah, but then that's exactly what it is, and I think that what I didn't like about that is because it ha- it never mentioned podcasting. Like, first of all, it, no, exactly. What's that it have never to do with the podcasting. price of beans in China? Exactly. Nothing. So, but it's still and annoying then, because I feel like I'm like a annoying. lab rat being manipulated for I other know. people to sell things. Yes. I, totally and it just feels like this is like this is like not it. what a woman this not, is not what a woman would say about herself like this is not why i would say like we need more female voices or why women are superior in podcasting or whatever i would not go like because we're better marketers and we're more emphatic and we can really connect and with we're more like, likely I, to I, I, be I, trusted I, than a man like none of this is nice I, no none of it is I would not flattering say that. None of no. it is true. I mean, I, I mean, they have some kind of like medical research to show that like the gray matter over here means this and the white matter over here means that. And that's very nice and good. But as I told my daughter last night, who's been, you know, treated pretty badly by a lot of men, she's in an interesting position because she has two fathers that love her and two brothers that love her. And so you can't judge all men by the things that have no. happened to you. And this is the same thing. Like, I would trust a man. I would be... You know, I think men are smart about brand positioning, market research. Uh, they're not all egocentric, although some are better than others at infusing their own personal story into their interviews. But I think that's a good thing. I mean, that's how you do. Like, if women are less egocentric and that's better for your brand, fuck you. 
I think it's better to talk about yourself because it that's what connects you to the audience as far as podcasting goes. I was just talking to somebody about this yesterday, a client who was asking me my opinion about her show. And I was like, it's very informative, but I don't feel connected to you. I need stories about you as well. Like, I think that's good. May not yeah. be our instinct, well, we'll but that's just because we're all down on ourselves all the time. I don't know what it is. But, but at the, <laughs> yeah, but I think I do. I, I think you nailed it in this article, what it makes me feel like. It makes me feel like it's us versus them. That's what I feel like. Rather, like, than hey, just, if you want this result, utilize a woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or that, and then when I when I read it, actually, I felt like bad for men. Like I, I was just well, like, it's not just that. It's just well, like a formulaic. It's just like it's uh, annoying. I think because it's a this, formulaic yes, it solution. Is. Like, oh, if you want to sell mattresses, you need to utilize a thirty or a thirty-something millennial woman with a IQ of one twenty and a bra size of thirty-four B. Like, sorry, I fit your bill, but I'm still a person. You perv, get away. It's annoying. It's just annoying. It, it, it annoyed me as well. Anyway. We'll post links to yeah, that in the so show notes, people. And then... <clears throat> yeah, so you guys can make your own decisions. And now here's some interesting news. First of all, I would like to talk about... Well, first of all, we didn't talk about Pod... Speaking of event, we didn't talk about Pod Fusion. I want to tell you about that really quick. Yes, Pod Fusion. Pod Fusion is February 23, 24, 25 in Orlando. It, oh, sorry. Pod Fusion is a, an add-on event to PodFest, which is in Orlando. Pod Fusion is the workshop that Elsie and I are doing to take you deeper into... Um, asking more of yourself, asking more of your audience, asking more of your listener, asking more of your guests. We're going to teach you how to do some um, fun journalistic practices and some storytelling practices and some ways to really get your audience's attention. It's going to be really cool. Plus, we're going to have the Sheep Podcast Awards. That's coming up the end of February. Check out podfest.us, I believe. And speaking of events... Um, a weird and wild event has come into fruition and oh weird and wild I already know what the title for this episode is going to be things I'm not sure I like and this is on that <laughs> list for me I don't know about you I think I'm going to write that down write so down. I will remember okay, I go really for it. Go for don't it. know how I feel about this so uh Midroll has um facilitated a new event called the Now Hear This Podcast Festival and just to give you, um, it's over 30 live podcasts, six stages, three days. The website gives me the impression that they really want it to be kind of like South by Southwest. Um, they're going to have a bunch of celebrity podcasters, Comedy Bang Bang Guy, Mark Marin, um, Bitch Sash with Casey Wilson and Danielle Schneider, um, as well as the people from The Moth, Trump Cast, How I Built This, um, just throwing out stuff I see that's exciting. The Longest Shortest, Cracked, which is, uh, that's one of my favorite, favorite blogs. Um, the part I don't... So why... Okay, yeah, sorry. I was gonna... Yeah, so like the part I'm not sure about is like, I mean, obviously this festival is for podcast listeners to come face-to-face -face and see a live broadcast of their favorite shows why is that good or necessary because it's fun it's a whole other way of doing it's kind of like having a theater fest did you have you ever attended those things did you ever yeah. go to that it's like that <laughs> uh, well, i don't see I much just, you i know, mean i understand about music concerts it's fun to see that in person i totally get why it's fun to go see like david sedaris talk about his like 
all the people that make him feel bad about himself. That's hilariously funny. But like, and kind of like Sundance, you know. Sundance but do I want to see like thirty in a row? Fair. Well, I don't think it's happening at the same. I mean, they're going to be having there. I don't think you're going to be sitting watching one. There's no time in the day to be able to do that. I'm sure you'll be able to pick and choose which shows you want to watch during those days and go like, oh, I'm going to watch three shows today. Mm-hmm. Right. And do that. I think it's maybe a cultural thing. I think that maybe it's a culture thing that um, podcasters want to or or people like that don't want to start to dive. We talked about the whole live event thing, too, though, Jess. There's something fun and exciting, I think, um, to be able to do like a live. Like I was really excited for the possibility of doing a live sheet podcast. No, like one thing, though. You know? Yes, I agree with that. But does that mean I would want right? w- well, would you want to do a festival with like um, Entrepreneur on Fire and like Kate's Ayurvedic? Sh- I mean, would you want to be part of like a, I don't know. I just don't know how I feel about it. I guess I'm annoyed because maybe because I was hoping it would be like for podcasters and really it's not it's not for us at all they don't care about us and we're not invited which is kind of annoying that it was only it's mid-rolls putting it on so it's only their um clients it looks like and I just find that annoying all of it is annoying I'm maybe I'm just annoyed today I don't know but well I'm not annoyed oh also I don't wait uh, what I also don't think it's a I also don't think it's a um coincidence that it's in Anaheim of course not. Well, that's where their headquarters are. Well, yeah, that's where their headquarters are. Big, yeah. Really? They, yeah. Yeah. No, they're yeah, they're in Hollywood. You're right. Yeah, that's where they are, and then they've they've had another wing that has gone to the north to the you know to New York, and and they're I think that they're taking it even later. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to the UK, farther away sure. across the pond. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like they're they're totally doing it. so, but their headquarters did start. Um, in LA ish, I think. Um, so yeah, I see all of that stuff. I I would be interested to see. We could get uh, a media pass. How this works? Though. It would be an interesting. There's the lineup, the tickets, because you know there. This could be like one of those things, like in like yo the yoga world has that. They have you know like a festival sort of like this that's called like Wanderlust, and they have it in I think about three different parts of the United States or whatever. And what they do is they do, they do have like two days of yoga classes and you attend the ones that you want. You don't go to the ones that you don't want there, but everybody's kind of doing yoga. All the yoga superstars come in there and do a class. And then you can take classes from people that you wouldn't have otherwise been exposed to. Um, And it, it becomes a thing. You know, there's people that are selling. I think what would be really interesting about this would be the selling things. So, I would be interested on the mer and the merch part of stuff because that's the fun part about going to festivals like this, the stuff that people are selling mm. <laughs> selling there. So I think that that's interesting. I think it would be kind of cool to be able to kind of just but but here's the other thing though. Would you get kind of sick? I mean, yes. sick and tired of of seeing the same people like not the same people like the same setup. So like okay, here are two other chairs with two microphones. Yeah. You know, or would it be a little bit more theatrical? Like, so are they going to develop? Because that I think would be interesting if they are developing these shows to quotes in quotes perform an episode. Because I would really dig that. Because imagine if like she podcast was 
you know, taking the stage. It would be great to block in some way something that we're doing for the show. That it wouldn't be like, hey, here's Elsie and Jess sitting across from each other or side by side. Like, it would be great to add an, a, a 3D layer to our engagement in some way. Something. I don't know what we could do. That would be like she podcasty-ish. Even though our show itself is really just us with the microphone. Um, but I'm sure that there's some of these shows here that are not like that, that, that are a little bit more storytelling, that there are segments that are in the show, like maybe Doug loves movies. Maybe he can sit there and have like the mo- like a snippet of the movie playing behind him or something, it, you know, something like that. I think vis- it would be great to, to create it um, visually. Is this going to be the new trend now? Like instead of podcasting events, it is, we're going to now start to do shows? It's already the new trend, dude. Yes. I'm calling it right now. I do feel this is a trend and I feel the people who have money are going to push this stuff. This is my go, my, my, my thing though. Mm. Do we want to make our own? Well, I think well, women's this is voices why in podcasting. It like I did a show a couple of years ago. I produced a show. It's a national production, but it's called listen to your mother and it's all stories about motherhood. I'm wondering if there's something out there for like women's voices. Like I think it would be great. I mean, see, here's the thing. I think Kevin Smith did it right. I think Kevin Smith did it right. When he started to do his stuff, his comedy stuff, he started doing it behind the mic, doing the stuff, and then he started taking it on the stage. There was something in the energy. Mind you, he had been, you know, he'd been doing like stand-up before. He'd been, he'd had some sort of um, entertainment, obviously, um, experience before that. And there was something about taking it live to the stage. And then he started growing it. He started to see the stage productions as something different. And I have a feeling that Lex Friedman upon sort of like getting the um, not the yeah, idea yeah. from him but the the sense that wow that is a total possibility to be able to do something like that is really riveting um, so yeah there's a possibility but I'd like to see how they play like I'd like to see how they play this out I think it can really work if if they work at it. I don't think it works if you just leave it up to the people to just, let's just put all these people together and let's just have microphones. Yeah. <laughs> have them do it. I don't think that would work. That's a lot of shows, dude. There's like one, there's like a whole <clears throat> lot. It's a lot so of shows. We'll 30 shows in three days. That seems like a lot. 30 live podcast recordings taking place at now here. This. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a lot. I think it would be interesting, and and I'd I'd be interested to see what they're going to do and how they're mm. doing it. So interesting stuff. Anyway, if you want information about it, good luck. No, I'm just kidding. Oh wait, <laughs> one other thing too, though, Jess. Sorry, now sorry. Fest.com. Go ahead. Yeah, now hear this fest.com. Um, but here's the thing: what they're trying to do is this is another revenue stream. You know, that's what they want. This to, these tickets and. Also being able to sell sponsorships to this because it is, I have a feeling it's the same, the podcasts that are showing up, a lot of the podcasts that are showing up have these um, existing sponsorships already on their shows. So it's like an extra add on. Well, if you notice, there's not a lot of sponsors already. It's only like Casper Mattresses, which of course sponsors everything, Loot Crate, um, They're underpants totally, yeah. and Stitcher Radio. That's it so far. Um, and it's a month left. And Stitcher Radio is owned yeah, so by them. So it's like dude. a month left. So it's like, Stitcher Radio is there. But what's is there. the? 
I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think they want they want it to be like a big blog conference where they get those kinds of sponsors like blog her. Good luck. Because, yes, I mean, it's actually smart if you think about it, because if they sponsor the event, then you can turn them into podcast sponsors and vice versa. You can turn podcast sponsors into sponsoring the event, turn event sponsors into sponsoring podcasts, and then you have more um, relationships with more advertisers, et cetera, and so forth. I guess it's smart. The next article you found, because there's a theme here today, um, is about exploring the decision to hire male versus female voiceover talent. Companies can uncover the best answer for their specific needs, keeping a few things in mind. Who's their audience? Um, What is the product? Because um, a study published in the Journal of Advertising found that the gender doesn't matter for products that were either neutral or geared towards men, but it definitely matters when it comes to female products. The chatty nature of a woman sharing something she likes with another woman is very natural and often used in advertising. And it's true. I don't think Sean Connery would sell me tampons. <laughs> or, I it mean, would but, make me okay. really but uncomfortable. But that's a different voice, though. That would be a different voice. Yeah, I guess so. Who do you trust? Women's voices are naturally perceived as more trustworthy. Female voices sound less aggressive, softer, more easygoing. It makes people more likely to trust them. Out of 64 different voices, huh. then 320 people listen. Simply saying the word hello, the lowest pitched voices of the men were the least trustworthy, and the higher oh pitched and female voices were deemed the most trustworthy. So, not the highest females, but the higher pitched men and the Why? women's. Um, because again, I think we've been infiltrated in our brains to think that low voices equal evil destruction. Like um, in movies, the villain always speaks like this, you know. And so you're not going to be like <laughs> that's true. You're not going to be like strong enough for a man, but made for a woman, and have be like, yes, that's deodorant for me, you know. Like right, you know, it's creepy and scary. So, like guys who. Yeah. So there's also the inflection thing that was really interesting. So inflection mattered. So it says that the most trustworthy female voices were those that dropped their voice at the end of the phrase, which Mac- MacAleer said shows a degree of certainty that instills trust in the listener. So I assume it's not like this. <laughs> so right? let's think of a phrase. Hold on. Let's think of a phrase like, um, okay. Uh, coming soon, instant macaroni and cheese. Okay, like if you just say, okay, coming soon, instant macaroni and cheese. Coming soon, instant macaroni and cheese. That's <laughs> 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 ridiculous. Coming soon, so instant awesome. macaroni and cheese. That's right. That's so much better. Who talks the other way though? Macaroni and cheese. Oh, what if it's well, excitement, that, like you said, what? it's a macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese. Well, that's a whole other thing. But that's not like an instant macaroni and cheese. Well, that's, yeah, there's that one. Instant <laughs> macaroni and cheese. It might be, and because, yeah, because that would not make, that would be like, oh, that's kind of exciting. But if you say hey. instant macaroni and cheese, I don't know. Nope. No. It just sounds like you're way too yeah. excited about macaroni. Coming and soon, cheese. instant macaroni and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to a theater near you. And cheese. So. Um, yeah, and cheese. I mean, yeah, that's funny. It's weird. 
Yeah. I got one for but, you. I mean, if I can, this, oh, oh. this I actually agree with all the if things I can they butt said. In. Yeah, go here ahead. you go. Yes, go. Yeah, of course. Mom's not coming home, so it's going to be instant macaroni and cheese. Oh, see that? I like that. But do you trust it? Or you know what would be a good thing to test? Like, who's talking about hamburger helper? Like, if I said hamburger helper is delicious and good for you, and then John, you say it, who do you believe more? Because it's a bold out face lie. And hamburger helper is disgusting. Oh, I get so one. you do it. You say it, John. Say hamburger helper, delicious and good for you. Hamburger helper, delicious and good for you. Okay. I, I will think do you're it. You're going to sweat the dishes out when I'm not looking. I know. Hamburger uh, helper, delicious and good for you. No, you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> you're a lying sack of shit, is what you are. No, I'm just kidding. Um. So anyway, so this helps people, I guess, decide is a male or female voice needed. And actually, when I was exploring voiceover, I noticed that most places ask for both to audition and they just pick the one that sounds the most like them. But like there are certain companies like that would only ask for um, they would say things like warmth. And yeah. welcoming and friendly. Like right, everyone right. wants you to be upbeat, positive, and friendly. Yep. And it's sort of like, well, yeah, who wants the opposite of that? But like, what does that sound like? Those are not sound words. It's just, it's very challenging to be able to convey, it, to be able to give somebody what they want with those words without getting feedback. That's at least, it's sometimes it's either you get it or you don't get it on the get-go and they'll go with you. But sometimes what I find too is that you as the talent also need to be able to take direction well. So if somebody says like, I really love the way you did this line, but I really need you to, to hit this line. Or make this line go like this. Because it's real for me, it was really helpful when I, I did a little voiceover project to be able to do a diff- a bunch of different reads. And then they would go, we really liked it when you did this. This is what we want in this specific part. Can you do that again? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, mm-hmm. I'll do that. And it really wasn't like all I had to do was just change the inflection on a couple of words. And... And it, but that's what they wanted. And I think for, for whatever it is that they wanted, it really worked. But a lot of the time, and this is true from the entertainment industry that isn't a voiceover thing. People just want it to be like, people just want you to get it the first time. Like they don't want to spend time developing your craft you know, or giving you feedback. Yeah, right. They just are sort of like, they just want the one well, take. It's hard. I know it is. Tr- it is hard, but it also gets like really great. You can get like great. A talent, a really great talent can do it. You just need to give people feedback and know how to direct yeah. them. So. Yeah. It seems hard, though. I mean, it, it, I, trying it made me realize I'm not a, that good of an actress. <clears throat> I mean, not in a way that means I can sell products. It was hard. For me, it was hard. I realized it was going to take me a lot more to hone my craft. Well, I like, so I like this because it seems like... And also, there, there's people are willing to um, expand and break boundaries with this uh, voice thing as well, you know, and, and maybe having the experience of reading of having women do things that usually men do or men do things that usually women do will have a little bit more of a, a shift in perspective, you know, uh, somehow affecting culture in some way to hear our voices as well, because that's part of it. That's the, the problem. People have expectations to hear specific things in a specific voice. So, yeah, 
I don't know. Yeah. What do you like? You anyway, know when you're um, off Sorry. subject. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. No, I'll, off first. subject too. What do you? What about when you're on the phone and um, there's somebody that comes on the line that's a pre-recorded thing? You know, that's telling you how to press the buttons. Please tell me. You know. Press press one if you want to speak with a representative. Press two if you want to hold on. Like, do you like? What what do you like? Male voices or female voices on that? I want it to sound as robotic as possible because when it's a woman and it, she sounds like soulless, at least it's believable. So when they have the man voices, the man voices always sound way more excited than they need to be about what's happening. Oh, so it's like right. a woman will be like press one to speak with a regular caller but the guy's always like for this press one <laughs> and it's just annoying like shut up <laughs> for this press two it's ridiculous so i think that's why i like the women's voices not because i trust them more but because they're more believable right that- because they're less uh they're less emotional sweet yeah um so anyway if anyone would like to get into voiceover work actually my uh, friend and fellow podcaster Carrie Olson um, has a free book on how to get started. And she was doing podcasting and then bing and bada boom, she's now doing professional voiceover all the time. And her website is Carrie, C A R R I E Olson, O L S E N V O dot com. She's really good. She was my coach for a little while and she's awesome. Yay! Um, that was just a, a little side push. Um, and-, and so I guess we're going to have to like you know close down shop today but before we go i also want to tell you about our wonderful editor and producer john john yes from so happy he's audio here again this time we missed yep. him last time this time we got to yeah we missed him last time audio editing solutions.com and he has a special diva package set up so- <laughs> <laughs> he has a special package where that includes um Uh, editing and a little social media and a little uh well i don't know what else um editing show notes tweets it's like a little package just for sheepiers if you're interested um so check them out audio editing solutions.com and thank you guys so much for listening thank you elsie for your positivity and enthusiasm oh you're so sweet especially because i was in such a pissy mood today are you now still did we solve it or not kind of yeah i've I've shifted i've i've shifted a tiny bit yeah okay good well let me know how else i can help uh i can always send you some jokes or even mean gossip about other people (laughs) You know, I could make that a service and sell you it out make and make that, millions. Exactly. Look at that. Look I at used that. to tell my daughter she could be a professional insulter because she's so good at it. Like she could look at anyone and just reduce them to smithereens. See, that is a talent. I have she's to such say. a good insulter. Yes. She, it's I colorful and hilarious say. every time. So anyway, we all have our skills. Um, thanks for listening. <laughs> so check us out, shepodcast.com. Also, if you want to enter the group, shepodcast.com forward slash community. We also have a 101 course, shepodcast.com forward slash 101. She podcasts everything, people. You can find us on Twitter there. You can find us on Facebook there. You can email us at info at shepodcasts. Um, and that's pretty much it. Thank you so much for listening. Check out Podfest. Don't forget. And I don't know how many more calls to action I can fit in here. So I know she podcast love you. Mean it. Hot fusion. Me. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Else. That was bad. Bye. 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 Bye